Dovecraft Country, the podcast hosted by Black Chanel, DKA The Guru, DKA DKA Red Panther, DKA My Special Sister, and myself, the host, Goddess Love Jones, DKA X Factor, DKA Bad and Bougie. Yes. Where two divas talk about the HBO series Lovecraft Country. Lit. Hey, Love Jones, how you feeling today? I am hot. Mm. Oh yeah, your ears are on. Solution for turning my AC off so that we can have this clear audio. But on the other hand, I am well rested because I slept often and napped. Yeah, love that. Love that for you. Do you you can try like the headphones or the pod or the AirPods? No. Um. Well, I don't have AirPods, but um, we're not. Sponsored? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Hello, yeah. I those, but um, I'm actually, I'll take either sponsorship only because I feel like that might help. But um, both who are out there. Yes, Bose, Apple, anyone. We'll take the sponsorship money. We are cheap. We are. We are really cheap. Yes. About that life, if you want to, if you want to be. Um, but yeah. Sounds um, pretty good. Oh wow, you sound good. Oh, good interesting well anyway we'll, we'll try this well anyway <laughs> yeah okay you're doing good that's great we're here for episode two of lovecraft country how yeah. exciting okay exciting we are very exciting we're blazing through this because we have yet to watch episode three because we wanted to keep ourselves you know the we don't want to know things yeah because you'll definitely like say things or drop hints if you know what's coming and so if you haven't watched this it's a great podcast to listen to as you watch and if you have watched it then you know you can listen and disagree with us which is great and eventually we'll make social media maybe and you can let us know how wrong we are okay great so real quick yes. um love jones do you want to just give us a real quick episode one recap what did we learn in episode one so in episode one, we, uh, we revisited a lot of our racist American mm. history and experience. Yeah. Um, but what we really did, we, we kind of set the scene. We learned about um, the different characters that will be on this road trip. And uh, we learned about legacy. Uh, we learned about the birthright that, well, actually, we didn't that's coming we, out. We, it mentioned we learned, in the book yeah and oh, okay. the, the, oh yes, the yes, letter. yes it was in a letter okay so we learned that um Atticus has Freeman Atticus Freeman has a birthright to um some mysterious kind of um fantastical mm -hmm. historical um something history mm -hmm. um and there there might be a tie to his ancestry um, then we found that there are, um, we did find racist police, mm -hmm. just like today, they were chasing them, there was no mm -hmm. reason, they were run out of a diner, um, then they get into the woods, they, first they think, oh, they're just running from the police at sundown, but we find out there's actually monsters. Mm -hmm. And um, the monsters are real sundown deal. and sun up. Yep. Right, real deal. Sundown yeah. and sun up, it's either the white man or like the actual vampire-like dracula like mm -hmm. monsters that eat people mm -hmm. uh <laughs> so that's awkward um and yeah i mean 
they end up at the end they end up in a mansion and a white man comes to the door and says, we've been expecting you and that mm. could never be good ever <laughs> ever because you didn't call ahead you did not yeah they didn't they did not know where they were going they turned up randomly in the woods at a random mansion castle in a clearing like who would have how could they have made their way without their map and the mm. white man said hey we we're here got you yeah perfect me. you made it you made it wow. through the monsters and the and the woods and the sheriff and, and i'm gonna act we, like nothing happened yeah we were expecting you still after all that we still thought you would make it so that was weird yeah. absolutely well um their ep this episode two is called whitey's on the moon or whitey apostrophe s so like whitey is on the moon yeah. and um the significance of this is something that really drove home the art for me so i wanted to make sure to make note of the music in this episode um there was also a lot of visual like graphic art like paintings that i do not know and i was like i'm absolutely not going to look up any white people paintings but i just I, you know i kind of took note of them because i felt like they, like i you know when you think about directing like the director makes every should make everything purposeful in a show like this i believe it, it is so um, every time they they showed a picture, I like took note of that and and what have you. So you know, can jump right into it. And so uh, we're um, oh yeah, ending uh, one thing that I thought of in the beginning with a recap that you just went through was the fact that um, the monsters were called out, like called away when they were in the darkness. And yes. I literally was thinking like, is that a dog whistle? So there's they refer to the monsters and like as their pets or dogs throughout this episode and um i was thinking about the literal dog whistle like um this idea that uh you know racism will be said to you or done in ways that are like that are triggering but not clear and so that's like a dog whistle you know like ways to make people feel bad and so there that thing of a dog whistle or, or white people dog whistling these three black folks is something that is gonna come up um and so the first scene we open on um something that made me laugh out loud which is uncle george bursting out into the sunshine and we hear moving on up the jefferson scene and him and letty are into just, it yes him and letty are living life because they have literally everything they want so he has all the books he wants from like a you know a florida ceiling bookshelf and then letty has all the beauty she wants she has like all these outfits that pair her beautifully and um i looked up this song because you know i just was like i actually don't know who sings this song and i and i believe this is a woman named Janae uh dubois who, and when i looked it up there also was a gospel version of it and apparently no the, full, the full version of that is moving on up to meet jesus and when you think about it that's actually what the song is about <laughs> oh, <laughs> to a deluxe wow. department in the sky she literally means heaven <laughs> and so i was heaven. crying Huh. Right, I was crying because in all in all the decades, I never thought of that. Um, but then we, I also thought about the fact that like the um, the St. Lunatics and Nelly remix that song and and made a rap mm. song to it. So that's my favorite version. That's but, so funny. Yeah, and so I didn't realize uh, that I enjoyed seeing East Side. Yes, right. Like wait, East Side of Heaven. Like what's the what's on the West Side? And I don't know. <laughs> but um, what I what I didn't realize until I watched it the second time is why aren't uncle george and letty tripping like are they that hard up as black folks in america that a bath and some books will make them forget that they get right. by monsters like i did not I, I was like i don't know how much time has passed i really just assumed in that moment it's been two weeks they're happy everything's good so what were you thinking in that first scene 
I was like, um, hmm. I don't know what I was thinking. I, at first, I at first didn't question it because I was just still trying to like, like just take it in, just be like, mm-hmm. okay, it's the show. This mm-hmm. is what's happening, like whatever. But then for a second, I was just like, okay, so like they do have to be like, hey, wait, okay, this isn't a dream. Yeah. This is real life. Wait, where? Who did I come with? Wait, hold on, where are they at? Like I'm gonna move mm-hmm. by myself, like, and then start questioning stuff. But I would have definitely taken a look, even if I was like scared I would have taken away right. from the closets and whatnot so yeah <laughs> well, well. and no, then I have... probably get enamored by oh my god is that fur oh my god no for is sure yeah book? no for sure so. I think that um the it, when we're, we've seen so many fantasy in this day and age that I think we really forget how actually fucked up we would be if any of that stuff happened in real life because we've seen like the so many monsters. yes we've seen so many monsters on the tv but like if we if you dead ass saw a monster with 100 eyes on its back in real life you would be like who the fuck can i tell this to no one's gonna believe me like we would still be like you know tripping over it so um when again like i watched this twice and so the second time everything made more sense to me like is in mm. tick's behavior because i was like why is tick so aggy but i'm like bitch because he saw monsters kill people last night he, so they after going Not through them it. like yes exactly so after seeing uncle george and, and Letty, letitia um enjoy themselves we go to tick and he's quiet and he's sitting there he's mad as fuck he's fuming and then we hear an alarm go, go off. So um, I'm just wondering, like, you know, they're the only ones who are alarmed. So the graphic there, I'm going to change my background to um, them in the hallway. So we see this scene of them. Which one is it? Oh, I don't think I have it. Let me pull it up. We see the scene um, more than once of them in the hallway. Um, mm-hmm. And them, oh, there it is. And them, like, just co- convening as the three of them. Um, yeah. So, and I think, oh, this is a different scene, but it's still like it happens like that where they rush out and they're like, do y'all hear this alarm? Like, what's happening? Why is this? Um, what's going on? And then we see Malfoy, whose real name is Wood. But I'm, I refer to him as Malfoy because I can't remember his name. And so he right. come in like, hey, and I'm just like, we really don't have yeah. too many. Well, maybe there are a lot of blonde haired white characters in life, but. It seems very fantastical. When I, I mean, the slick it. back hair. Yeah, like he's going for a look. Like he's going yeah. for a master of the manor type shit, which Lucius Malfoy was doing. Um, yeah. Which also, Lucius You couldn't from, trust him. No, I was going to say Lucius from, um, what's his Not show Empire. Empire. Also <laughs> went for the same. Please. He went for the same look when you really think about it, man. Yeah. He slicked his um, hair back and had them dinner coat, them them evening coats. Okay, sorry. He did in the ascots. He was. Yeah, so I'm saying the same nigga. All three of these are the same. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um. Okay, so then he comes out of, and 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 one thing I noticed is he heard everything they were saying. Like he was like, yeah. "Oh, don't be alarmed," and it's like he's answering their question that they didn't ask him. So I definitely was like, "Okay." Um, he's waiting for them. He's been waiting. He's waiting for them. Right. Exactly. He's got um, his answers ready preloaded right right so then here comes some art and it's like okay so here's here's how i described it one of the paintings was um uh like white women reaching out to each other just like naked bodies or um naked people in a storm like just that weird like 
older area, like Sistine Chapel style art, where it's just like naked white people in a cloud. I'm just like, what yeah. is the significance? Don't Going back to humanities dream. class. Yeah. <laughs> fuck anyway i just really love um a black centered reality where we can call out all the white shit that they said was cool and be like it's not entertaining it don't move me (laughs) thank you okay um yeah so is there anything else in this museum (laughs) that's what i'm saying i'm like yeah no dead ass you're gonna lose like where's where's jay-z y'all don't have no picture of that at least a photograph okay (laughs) yeah um but no so basically all the artists like pasty white angels um so then it just seemed like they got they they got some information last night because he's like oh you know so basically i'm gonna recap what um he tells them he tells them that they're living they're they're currently in samuel brace white's summer home um who is the uh, obviously related to christina who's the woman with the silver car so we know that so far um mm-hmm. but it ain't got no phone because it was a summer home which makes zero when i tell you that makes zero sense you still need a phone if you're in business. Um, he had business with Tick's father, and which also is like, what, what we need one with Montrose. And Tick keeps asking insistently, like, where's my dad? What hotel is he at? Where's he at in Boston? Like, there's just this continual delaying of Tick to say, no, 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 I don't know. But if you, you the only way you'll find your dad is if you wait. So um, they show this painting of Titus Braithwaite, um, who is more recent, I think. Um, I think he's the one that's currently it's either Samuel or Titus. You know, it don't matter. One, one of these white men. No, Titus is dead, I think. He was the yes, okay. owner when they rebuilt it. Yes. So he was the, um, okay. And then the way that we know what era that was is, um, oh yeah, because he had like this, basically they show this big portrait of him like over the mantle. And he has this outfit that looks so clan-like. It looks like clan and secret societies and <laughs> a baby because it's a dark hood he has on like they, they zoom in on like this ring he has on he has all this like regalia um and then they ask him well what, what was he what was his business how did he make money and um he said shipping and Letitia who I love goes that's code for slaves bitch like they, that nigga own slaves and it's Keep like it oh, and then just a reminder that shipping yes, Massachusetts where we think of it as like this liberal place owns slaves too and they um, had heliports. There was a heliports. <laughs> that's that should be an episode of the name of this episode, heliports. Um, and he was called notoriously kind, which right. I think white people want to think. Right, white people want us to think that means he didn't whip, which means he just let his wife whip people. But what that really probably right. means is that nigga was having kids, which right, um, which is what kindness was, right? He a, had a lot, sweet tooth for yeah, some <laughs> dead a lot like allowing you to become light is notoriously kind right um so i don't know why i just wrote this down i I feel like this show is making me paranoid that every detail will have significance so i wrote down that there was a great fire during the autumnal equinox in 1833 i I feel like we looked that up some shit happened in the universe at that time and um everyone died but then uh malfoy says wait one person didn't die and we're like Okay, nigga, you're not gonna say who. So um right. then he takes him out for lunch. They they ask him a couple clarifying things. How do you know them? And he's like, Oh, I'm just a friend of the family. But I don't know. Did you notice he was staring at Letitia's booty? No. <laughs> he was definitely <laughs> staring at her. <laughs> if you look at it, he looking at her like a snack. And I'm like confused. Messy. Confused. Messy. Um, and then they're saying they want Christina to go. would not like that. Or Christina yeah, she, would like that. She, I, I think she get the cash and dip and never give the head. I think that's what it's right. Get that bread, get that family. Um, but she, um, 
so do you want to say about how they figure out that they're not on the same page as we're sitting there eating lunch? Yeah, because he, uh, they go out to eat. And again, it's just like, we've been expecting you. We've made you food. We're ready. Like, we're here for mm-hmm. guests. We're here to, you know, entertain you. And People might be coming out- over later. Outdoors eat- yeah, outdoors yeah. eating. But like, take your time for now. But we'll be back. And Tick is like, the fuck? My nigga, y'all good? Like, yeah, like what? Yeah, like he's talking to Uncle George already. Like, we about Hello? to eat. Yeah, <laughs> we have to talk. Y'all yeah, mad? Sit down, comfortable. Y'all not, yeah, y'all not triggered. Y'all not. That's there's no trauma. Like, what's going on? They like, not nah, too mad good. Like, what you right, right. Like, so, and then I wrote it down because he, I was like, oh, this really is some bullshit. Because he was like, you know, y'all, did, y'all don't know what happened last night. And then he's like, you know, y'all didn't hear. So he says, how can y'all eat when you, with what happened last night? And right, and because like, yeah, I don't remember. And the yeah, just that's them, interesting that they know they don't remember. It's hilarious seeing their faces being like, huh. Like you see, that them was kind of like, silly. Because <laughs> so I'm kind of yeah. like, they could have just been like, "Wait, where are we?" Like they never got to the well, point of like, "Oh, like, okay, we definitely were driving," and then, oh, yeah. I mean, it seems like it's not like a blackout. It seems like it's something where they're comfortable with what they miss. Like it's almost like. I ended my night early versus last thing I remember yeah. was, you know, it kind of, it seemed like they just were like, Oh, we're just at this house and we're, um, so there's, but I mean, even that, I feel like maybe I'm definitely thinking too much, but like, that's how, that's what racism does to us. Like we should always be running around with our heads off. Like what the fuck racism, people are killing us, but we get, and we're like, Oh, you know, versus is on. Listen, listen. So I'm like, there's really a, a lot of metaphors. I know we're boycotting they, white companies, but we're going to watch verses on Instagram tonight. Or, yeah, or like, you know, like the Bath and Body Works at a sale. Like, just dumb shit like that. that <laughs> that's, an, that's an insider. <laughs> I hear that company one more time. Yeah, it's a wrap for Bath and Body Works. But, you know, niggas want to be comfortable. So, but it's yeah. exactly like you said. Like, they don't even recognize, like, oh, should I have a gap? They're like, wait, I should remember but I kind of don't, I, IDK, and so, um, but I just love this, that he said, y'all didn't see, you know, and then we had the monsters, and then they went away with the whistle, and Letitia's like, a dog whistle, and I, that's when I said, ooh, dog whistle, like that phrase, and then he was like, yeah, and then I shut the shirt, she said, you shut the shirt up, like, she was like, what the fuck, and I was, whoa, <laughs> you said that out loud, we yeah, man told me, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, oh, and then this part, so Uncle George goes, oh, we're being watched and he starts moving oh his cutlery really. he starts acting that is the part when yeah, you know like they've been taught how to act around listen that. we because we are always being watched <laughs> um and i and like i literally wrote down like is being ghetto like a protest now that i think about like think about today the fact being that we know we're being, yeah the fact that we know we're being watched and we still live out loud like for better or for worse is that protest because you know what okay this may unrelated but like you'd be at the beach playing music and then they hear some hip-hop come on it could be drake it could be anything and white people start giving me the eye and i'm like i am at the public free beach just like you the public free beach yes thank you i'm living my public free life you do not own these airways baby sorry like right anyway 
No, I definitely get concerned about what people will think. And then I also feel like I, I think of it as like my own personal, like my own personal thing. Like, okay, I'm doing, like, I'm doing this because that I, I would not listen to music versus listen, not, I would like listen to nothing versus not listen to what you want to listen to. So mm-hmm. it's either me or neutral. Right. And so I right. think that that's a, that's a, that is a like a coping mechanism that, yeah but it's also a privilege because for them they're very aware that like even without the monsters they're like something ain't right because oh, these white okay. people want us here you know what yeah. i mean they're like so i think that they know that, de- that they're they're every day they're they're looking death in the eye and i think mm-hmm. that is what we talked about in episode one like this constant fear yes. of it like it and you just learn how to still live a life and enjoy, and find joy even though you could be killed by a white supremacist any day so um he says well you know i want to go into the tix is like i'm gonna go in the village and letitia says my one letitia's just it but she says um we are not splitting up and i'm like this is why black people need to be the only people in horror movies because that's the only shit that makes sense it's the only shit that makes sense we all it's sit together what? bitch so I can, so you can I don't come have back. a cell phone. I don't have a cell phone. That's what I'm saying. Phone. So you, you can don't come have back. reception. Like, why <laughs> are walkie-talkies? So you're this telling me so you can come back and I'm gone forever and now I'm gone too. And so is Montrose. No, bitch. We're all going to die together. So um, they are, they're going out and um, they see the car garage. And guess what is sitting there looking, looking regular? Christine. Woody is sitting there fix the fuck up like they didn't crash that bitch through a whole sh- uh shack and yeah. i'm like but the windows were still shot out so they made sure to only fix they it recreated it specifically yes i'm like bitch, they've been watching them i'm like bitch pimp my ride is never went nowhere like <laughs> like they what's my dis name <laughs> exhibit, exhibit. To the, yeah exhibit was fine um, probably still is, but he has his, um, his kind of like, he had his hard body feel, but like, you know, he read books. Yeah. You know, you could talk to him also, about the he news. had empathy. He was like, listen, I know you're going through a hard time. Yes. You can't ride. You're going to hook it up. You that Don't fish worry. tank. Yes. Oh, that or was Or like, or you get like a cooler, a cooler <laughs> in the glove compartment But some of them things were like, bruh, I really do need like a disco in my back seat. Like y'all are like, this is Bobby. lit. Or just remember how we didn't think that cars could have anything in them and now they have computers yeah. in them and we're like, wait yeah. a minute. So I was riding around thinking that my CD player was a six disc CD player was a big deal and you bitches have satellite radio. And I think I'm like, I remember being like, I'm so like, I get nostalgic for that old technology. Like when I get my dad's old BMW and he has the CD changer that's connected through mm-hmm. the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a vibe right there. Right, anyway, I mean, okay. to think that things from the 2000s will be retro one day is just too much. But um, crying already. Let's go. Yeah. Back. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they start walking down into this weird ass village. Cause I'm just like, okay, there's a village right here. Like, where are we? Where are we? Like, what why does this feel like we're in another country right now? So they walk into this village and this song called Bad Moon Rising comes on by Credence Clearwater Revival. Some white shit. And so I looked that up and they said that the song is a metaphor for um a metaphor oh so like when the songwriter and one of the main guys 
his last name is Fogarty. He says, I don't think the song was actually saying that the world is coming to the end, but it's a metaphor. So this is like a bad news kind of song saying like some, some shit's happening. And so we get that vibe that like this village, there's kids running around or whatever, but there's some sinister shit happening. And so it's like kind of like the root of um, the root of it. So uh, the town's weird as fuck. And then uh, Letty and Uncle George, uh, Letty's concerned to Uncle George that he's shell-shocked which yeah. is basically PTSD um, and thinking that he and I, I wondered like how many diagnoses did they put under the words of shell shock that were really like you know like um, deeper things going on with people coming back from war and so they walk up to oh you got your picture now for the village oh um, yeah what I mean keep going what did you think about oh. the village First of all, I mean, cottage core. It was giving me cottage core. Wait, what's um, that? Oh, sorry. That's TikTok lingo. Um, basically, <laughs> <laughs> I, try to, I try to get in with the Gen Z. What can I say? Um, <laughs> it's basically like, oh, like, I like, I'm making my own butter. I'm wearing oh, yeah. <laughs> homemade organic <laughs> cotton. I wear Yes. Long skirts and whatever and I like nature um so anyway it was just giving me like oh like we're like a small little town in like what is it like a a small rural town neighborhood of white people Mm -hmm. um we are all a part of this neighborhood but they felt separate from the castle right in a weird way um yeah it was like almost if you think about like what the way we learned about like serfdom and stuff like that it was like oh like this is like the the working class mm-hmm. neighborhood like these are the farmers these yeah. are the, this that and the third and then the castle lives they probably longer. create every they probably create everything the castle eats and it's like exactly. for that reason um this is the land that the slaves used to the enslaved people occupied right and then they replaced them with white people oh fuck see so so we come up to weird. What her na- shorty with the dog? Yeah, she has a name that I saw on the captions, but I for- anyway, she's uh, the this bitch is like the the white Trump support white woman the fifty three percent of white women bitch. who voted for Trump. Yeah, because she is um so Tick is pissed by the way he's still pissed he's you know he marched into the village so he hears the whistle that he heard before with the right. uh the big monster when thing. the so monsters he runs. were there when yeah they, so he comes and called them from the and then at night they called him from the house the whistle went off and then the monsters disappeared yeah it was clearly their whistle yeah so he hears that and he comes up like and and this is my part where i was like take you doing too much he walks up on this white woman he don't know like who hey who are you what's that whistle what's happening when he's like bitch like i need answers right now and she has these big old german shepherd guard dogs and she's like letting them go crazy dragged it um, yeah, she drags it because she's letting him go crazy. And then um, Uncle George comes in, and, and Uncle George keeps playing this role of calming. Like, like when the cop came, yeah, he was the one who addressed the cop the right way. Like, like he's older, and this is generational because older Black folks are they learn how to protest more subtly and more regularly over time. So like Uncle George conforms because he he's probably seen too many people get their ass beat or their life taken over this shit. Mm-hmm. So he don't he just goes out and owns his black business and minds. Yeah. Business. Like I think Ooh. that's kind of the difference. Yeah. Um but so anyway, so he walks up and he's like, We are guests of Mr. Braithwhite and she goes That's oh, a separate bitch. podcast. Own own owning my black business. Mm. 
but like mm. not like the business that you run but like the business and the business that is yours right but anyway um, somebody somebody tweeted like whose black business can i be in today and somebody retweeted like this was summer walker wake up and thank every day this so uh that in itself is a whole nother podcast so um yeah. okay so uh i what i wanted to know so basically they go through this whole thing where she's telling them like mind your fucking business y'all don't belong here and right. then she gets into this very racist metaphor um and i wanted to add oh and then the way that she calms her dogs is putting her hand up and i was like that feels very nazi bitch secondly um she said and i also want to know how do these white people be playing these roles so fucking well you are transformed into this role. I I can't see the line between yeah. you. <laughs> I cannot see. I don't know who you are anymore. You're lost. Seems like in this you've role. done this before. Right. Wait. There's this. Um. <laughs> wait. This is actually fucked up. There's this SNL sketch, and um, I, who was the guest? But basically, it was this white guy comes in to be racist. Oh, it was Twelve Years a Slave. So I think maybe like it was Lupita oh. guest. I don't know. But um, he comes in. It's a Twelve Years a Slave um audition, and he comes in and does the most racist, like he's Southern, like he's spitting. He's like, boy, I hate you. You're disgusting. And they're like, whoa, this is amazing. And then he's like, okay, yeah. And then they're like, what's your name? He's like, oh, I'm just a janitor. And it's like, what? Like he was, <laughs> so but the idea was like, that, right. Well, they were, no, they were saying like, he ain't even know it was an audition. He was just talking. <laughs> A great it's a great sketch because it's like it really made the point and it's like how you know white people are getting a little bit closer to t- talking about racism in the best way so or making the right joke so um the black she says like you know he goes are there grizzlies out here like because he's trying to get her to talk about monsters in a way but right. trying to like be he's trying to, to like, find make a, them remember well yeah and he's trying to find a and a reason to understand what the fuck tick's talking about so he thinks they're bears he just assumes he's mistaken right so um she goes no there ain't no grizzlies but there are black bears wait can i do it y'all they smart but they not that small they not smart smart they just beasts they clever they clever enough to cause mischief and they're real persistent they get all in the stuff but they're still beasts that's how she goes something like that i was like Oh, sis, you've you been evaluated. Right. Yeah, I'm like, and so he he caught what she was pinned down. He was like, all right, bitch, we about to go. So they turn back around, <laughs> and here we go again. I wish I it's, had that on the back of a t-shirt. When someone, when someone says something real off the cuff and piss me off, and I turn around, and my t-shirt says, all right, bitch, we about to go on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's merch. <laughs> That is our first verse. All right. Let me write this down. No. <laughs> That's our first verse, bitch. Okay. So um anyway, they um they walk in and remember how I said the first episode that like I can't do this whole thing where they don't know what time it's gonna get dark. Right. Just be walking and I'd be like, how many we're how, where are y'all at? Get to call the Uber and get to the door safely. Cause oh, right. cause she mentions she tells them y'all better get back up there before dinner time because your ass is grass. Basically letting them know like we will exactly. Them. And she's kind of implying she's implying that oh, and then there's this stone tower building, and they're like, well, what's in there? And um, she's like, well, bitch, nothing. Like we hold the the meat. Like it's like a storage. She locker. said, bitch, mind your business. You right, but she's from here. And, 
Right, and the threat was just like, you know, your ass will be hanging up in here if I catch you. So as they're walking away, they're like, nah, uh, Montrose is probably in there hiding in the basement because, right. like, that's the only place. Because they won't tell us where he's at. Right, and he probably isn't in the the, ca- the castle because we've been in the castle all day and they let us walk all around. So, so it, like, either, we, either he's here in the castle or he's there because everywhere else is, like, populated by people. So, um there as they're walking back i love they're talking about like they gotta get a car they gotta get out of here and tish is like i'm gonna steal us a car and i'm like this is that's a bottom bitch right there so um they keep going and then uncle george pauses and he's like wait a minute something just hit me um your mother dora um tick was telling me about how her great great grandmother ran through the woods pregnant with her baby right so now we're getting some pieces to the puzzle some ancestry. Um, yes. So they put it together right then and there that Helen, his great 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 grandmother, um, who was an enslaved person, was pregnant probably with Titus Brave White's baby and mm-hmm. ran through the woods. Now, why she ran through the woods, we don't we aren't exactly confirmed right. yet, but she ran through the woods. So as they sit there, it's getting dark. And remember what happens when the shit gets dark? <sighs> Listen, I would I would have told them. We need to go home. Yeah. Thank the street you. Okay. lights is about to come on. Bitch. So we, and that's probably where this shit came, that shit came from. They're like, the, the 100 the eyes monsters are out. Yeah. So these it's are definitely. Very much giving sundown town. <laughs> they're giving, right. For all the wrong reasons. So we have uh, these monsters and they are, um, so one is that we know that like these monsters are very real. They're not a figment. Two, I do think they're, I forget, I didn't catch what book he mentioned in the beginning, but they definitely look just like the book that um, Tick was telling Letitia about in episode right. one. Um, but secondly, they look like, what did you, what else did you say they look like? Um, another show, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look like the same monsters from uh, Stranger Things, which is very interesting. Yeah, like uh, I feel But like then monsters- he, they, they really do, um, well they connect them to dracula because did we talk about that last time like you know like mm-hmm. they bring in like book mythology and mm-hmm. they're like well this is yeah. how you deal with a type of monster so let's right. try this tactic so they are um yeah they definitely are like they're like the things in these books i'm sure these books are like so it's like whoever wrote this shit was like reading a bunch of shit and then was like "Ooh, what if it's all went together um but there's also like, uh, oh, I was just going to say that I feel like monsters can only look so many ways to be scary. Yeah. Like, think about that. Stranger Things has scary monsters. Um, did you ever see, uh, come on, the one from um, from Jim from The Office, which um, from John Krasinski and his wife. Oh, Quiet Place. Quiet Place monsters were scary as fuck. They kind of had like these oh, big... No, I haven't seen that. Ooh. That, yeah, no, they were scary. And then um, I the remember... Thing. Did we ever see the monsters in Bird Box? I don't remember. But I just think about, I don't like, think the, so. I feel like it was just like the wind and the leaves, and then next thing you know, someone's like scratched up and dead. Right, and then that there was, was a, a good movie, movie where though. It was. There was. Was it? <laughs> We're gonna have to, that's it was very movie. entertaining. It was entertaining. What's his name? Is fine. That's all I know. This, listen that's all i know but wait um wait there was another one too there was like a movie where it was like an alien movie with like alien amy adams predator that one but it, it was amy adams it was more recent and like the aliens touched down and they didn't know how to talk to them and so it was this big thing where like the thing it was like abduct no it's like a one word movie and it's like the alien things were just 
came to earth and was just sitting there and nobody knew what to do okay well we're gonna have to i can't going. think of it yeah we'll come back me at, uh, oh, hold on one second <laughs> here it is look i typed in amy allen's people say alien movie arrival arrival oh no i haven't seen that okay so and then they kind of showed them but it was like a different feel because i feel like people stopped showing aliens as martians and now it's like just what idea does your brain come up with for these monsters and what makes right so these bitches are scary because they look like big old frog dogs but then they got a bunch of eyes on them and then their mouths open up to be like the tentacles d motherfucking disgusting okay anyway so um and then it's dark it's not like they just come out there in the daytime you gotta wait till it's night like or how about this special they burrow movie? under the ground girl that's what i'm about to say like that like we saw it coming like in a straight hole like, and, and let me tell you when that happened i was i watched episode two by myself and when that happened i said you know what pause and i said mama you gotta have to watch this episode with me because i was like i'm not doing this with these hosts i'm not doing it so anyway that's funny here we hear the dog whistle again and we see yeah. christina with her long ass hair um uh, i called her i call her having disney princess hair um and that bitch with the dogs is back so now we know she's in on it and her ass is still yeah. rude bitch um right. but the whistle immediately letitia and uncle george are like huh, huh, where are we and i'm like bitch huh like they like it's that quick is that instantaneous and so um yeah. now we're but it doesn't now- happen to tick tick right. is it seems like he's immune to this whistle. Exactly. Thank you. Which is why he's not forgetting, why he knows everything that happened. And they're like, oh. Right. And this is the point of the show where I said, we get into some weird shit, bitch. Some, some um, magic shit. So then we transition into a whole, we're back in the castle. And then this, the next, the second half of the show moves real fast. So, um, and there's a lot going on. So we'll try to give you um, the, we'll try to give, give it to you quick. Um... Okay, so yeah, so like I said, this is some weird shit. So then we see, so then we go back to the castle and we see a nigga in a hooded robe pulling something, literally a body organ, out of a living man who is screaming. And his hands are bare. There's no gloves, there's no surgical shit, and no one is freaking out. <laughs> Everyone it's is just like, weird. It's a Thursday. You know what, though? Did we talk about how we thought that they were the same person yet? No, so, so, uh, so we saw a theory, a theory on Twitter. Do you want to share? It's out there on Twitter that Christina and William are the same person. So William is the Malfoy-looking man. And Christina is the long, blonde-haired woman who gets out the car when the mob after the diner is chasing... And and saves them from the monsters. So it's like, you've never seen them in the same room. So is it Bow Wow or is it Little Mama? Okay, I'm going... (laughs) I'm not doing this by my little mom with you because, okay, anyway. But anyway, so, so is w- William's the one doing surgery? No, I don't know. It's actually somebody in a, yeah, it's very, so, but now I think this is the point. They kept saying at dinner, the lodge members would come. So like, we know there's right. going to be, yeah, there's going to start being strangers here. Cause um, even the chick with the dogs was like, y'all don't look like their regular guests. So niggas right. be coming up to the castle for some type of eyes wide shut, Not orgy it. shit. Yeah, I'm assuming right. I'm assuming some sex shit. So anyway, um, so he put he's get, he's doing this like it's regular, and then um, we see Uncle George. He's reading. Oh, Uncle George finds this thing. Do you want to talk about him finding that book? You want me to? Okay. Yeah. So basically, he's so before we get into like the next set of scenes that is crazy, we're just kind of, kind of seeing where everyone's yeah. at. Yeah. So I he's looking at these books, and he finds this book called On the Edge of the Borderlands, and he goes to grab it because I guess he likes it. And what happens? 
the whole shit just Scooby Doo's like the wall flips. And yes. Which, first of all, how fucking big do your house gotta be to have a hidden compartment? Yeah, here? like, okay, also, do you, like, is there a service you call, or, like, mm. is there a history of, like, that technology? Like, yeah, I want to know, because we... it's very common, but we never talk about, like, back in 1763, mm-hmm. uh, Leonard III invented <laughs> right. the hideaway room. Yeah, I wonder if it's, like, um... I wonder if it's an invention of like TV or if it's something that like, you know what like black people probably invented it. I'm not gonna hold yeah, it. Dead ass. Or that's why I, they don't talk about it. <laughs> it could be a panic room. I feel like people use that to hide. Like I've seen it in shows where people use it in that way. And then secondly, I think a lot of shit was like so that service people had a a, a way to move around the house. Yeah. Right. But when he goes in there, it's this big big fucking library shit. It's like huge. Yeah. So um he's in there and then you know at first i was like well this is lucky second time around i was like he might have been led here did you yeah. notice that because i was like it was mm-hmm. too perfect right and on this table is sitting there the bylaws of the order of the ancient dawn with a with a magnifying glass next to it like somebody was not somebody put his favorite fucking book right there to let him find that so i don't know um, and it's funny because what we do know so far, it doesn't seem like he got tricked on purpose, but maybe he did. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Um, so we go back to the man getting stitched up. The hooded figure walks off with his little organ in his hand like it's nothing. Again, this is just a Thursday at the castle. So he, the man sits up and, and seeing Tick, he goes, he was darker than I expected. And I'm like, boy, fuck you. You didn't brought this man through all this shit and you going to be mad because he's black? Girl. Right. Then we zoom I in. I didn't on expect face. it to be that much. Right, nigga, fuck, fuck you. Anyway, so we zoom in on the face, bitch. It is Fitz. Right. It is Fitz. It's like, wait. It is Tony Goldwyn. <laughs> oh my this God. is crossover episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, I can't do it. I can't see you another shit, Tony. Quit playing. But I want us to have a quick side. I'm like, about. is this the White House? Or right. <laughs> right. Like, did y'all do this on purpose, or is this man just like, please let me act, y'all, please. <laughs> But I want to talk about Tony Goldwyn for two seconds. So Tony Goldwyn, his family is the Goldwyn Meyer family. Like, you know when old movies used to go off and that lion would roar? Tony Goldwyn is rich as fuck. He did not have to work and he still wanted to be an actor. Yes, he is rich. And and I remember seeing him in an old episode, just to show you how, what I do in my free time. I would like go watch, rewatch old shows like Matlock and I will see all the big like white actors go through that show. Tony Golden was definitely on Matlock with his cute little feather hair when he was young. So this nigga's been acting for a while. So I was like, okay, we about to see some acting acting. Like this nigga's about to be, he's, you know, we keep talking about him. He is slave master and he got a fetish. He's really about to act this shit out. So anyway, here's Fitz in all his glory. Um, looking good. Looking like a zaddy. Not always, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I actually think Fitz is finer than Jake. I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Jake was okay, a very we'll regular looking. We'll yeah, okay, okay. It's an alternate <laughs> universe. It's oh, yeah, you're right. I'm making a, I'm making the Shonda universe co- co- collaborate with the um, with the, this universe, and it's not yeah. something we should do. So, uh, Joseph Tannhauser is the person who made this painting that Fitz start. I mean, Samuel Braithwaite starts talking next, about, yeah. yeah, and um, he starts talking about, so it's basically this picture of, uh, I think the 
painting is called Genesis 2.19 or it's just like that's the reference, the verse. Oh, it's called Adam and all his creation. So Fitz goes into his like villain, super villain monologue because every villain needs one. And he starts saying like, look, this painting is all the creatures that, um, that, you know, Adam named for God. And, and Christina without like lifting a finger knows the whole Genesis 2.19 verse by heart. And he's, Adam starts, or sorry, uh, Samuel Braithwaite, who is Fitz, starts talking about um, uh, Nirvana and how, like, you know, Adam was the one who God picked to decide the final form and station in the hierarchy of nature. And Christina comes over and she's like, we blame Eve. She's that bitch that ruined creation. And then they're like, but actually, we're just kidding because Christianity is obviously a farce, right? Like, it's just a true right. story. Um, and I'm like, wow, like, writers love being like, hey, Christians, y'all are dumb as fuck. And I'm not, I don't <gasps> know how y'all feel about it, but writers love being like, y'all niggas are I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if you hear, if you pay attention, I know the Christian, I know there's some Christians who had to say, oh, I can't watch it's that. Uh, yeah, no, no. And so, mm. um, so, t- so it takes like, oh, let me guess, you're God. He's like, no, bitch, I'm Adam. Um, and then this is so not no. a point, but in this scene, Samuel Braithwaite looks like what I think the nigga in Kill a Mockingbird is about like his, he looks like what I think the book is about. And then when that happened, it really hit something for me, which is that Atticus Finch is a name of the lawyer in To Kill a Mockingbird. And I'm just like, they, them niggas really love books if they name their black son after this book. And then I was like, wait a minute, um, who named Atticus? And that's all, that's the only thought I'll put a pin in that. Mm. So then um, they uh, dismiss uh, him until the ceremony. So it's very weird. It's like, they oh, forced- I thought he was named hold on he could be named after a billion things this is just me making up yeah okay what do you think um who was the first black man killed (gasps) and wow did i just do that crispus addicts oh i thought it was okay some it's not atticus but that's what i thought that was there's also hordes hordes atticus was a greek uh, uh athenian descent he was also traced back to lineage and other places but he was um traced back to zeus so maybe it also Mm. has um uh yeah it's like a greek thing um yeah anyway i don't know so it could be a lot yeah that's me oh let me um you know i'm sure it will come up let me tell you how much i am okay with the fact that i don't know much about nothing okay now I'm, i'm gonna show you real quick the um I don't want to get too. So this is a this is from an early a later scene. But this is what the yeah. hoods look like. They look they're sinister. So yeah. um, then we go into okay. So this is um the last scene before the shit pops the entire fuck off. So uh, Tick and Christina are in the hallway because Christina escorts him out, and um, he asks her about who William is, and William is like he's a boy and a friend, which is like oh y'all fucking for sure. Um, he tells him that she tells her like basically taking an attitude adjustment because these lodge members that are about to be here are not the niggas you want to piss the fuck off. And, um, he's like, make some friends quote, not all of us white folks are out to get you, which is like, again, get the fuck out of here. You're not like, you're not an ally because you are the one who has to talk to me throughout the day. Not at all. You're just my age. Yeah. Um, uh, she, but then she said something, she said something about, um, they think you have shell shock or something. And that's how I know that this bitch heard what uncle George and Letitia said in the village. Right. That's how they've been watching. Know. They've been listening. They've been looking through the secret orb. 
following yeah, them she, in the woods. Because she says, like, why do you care so much about them? They don't even think that your mind is right. And um, so anyway, so he goes, bitch, I know you're doing some type of witchcraft bullshit. Don't even play with me. This bitch is a spell. <laughs> and I love that it's, oh, because he goes, y'all are, there you know, KK, y'all are the grand wizards of the clan. And she goes, Bitch, the clan is poor. Like they are pobre. Don't fuck with me, bitch. I got slave money. They could never. The clan could period. No, but actually she has a really good point because I feel like I'm pretty sure the clan was poor white people who felt like who were disenfranchised because I had this conversation with my roommate. She was like, I don't know. I don't think so. Because how would they last so long? I was just like hatred. Bitch. Oh, the origin. I mean, I'm just talking about the origins. No, but this is actually worth getting into. So I think that it uh, again, we are not historians, but <laughs> we are very smart. So we just have I think a few details. Yeah. So, but I think it's like think about it. The Civil War ruined the South. Most of the battles were in the South. So the, the, the that's what Reconstruction is. That's what that whole era was. It was free Black people and white people who were never slave owners. So they never were like rich, kind of rebuilding the South. And then that's where sharecropping came in. That's when indentured well, not indentured served too. But like that's when this time period of like I can't own anything so poor white people became and if if we had bonded in that time capitalism would not be what it is today i mean we did and they were like nah, nah, nah. right exactly. you gotta put some terror into this bullshit because y'all For cannot sure. be y'all cannot be one for sure so, system sorry right no you're not I, i'm sorry um so yeah i think that um there's that there's so capitalism incur that's where capitalism is inherently a racist system because it encouraged poor white people to keep saying no bitch you can be rich too you just gotta shit on white people and be a part of this system that fucks them up even though they haven't done a thing to you they haven't done a thing to you the definition of the american green dream no white people you can fuck some shit up too dream is greeting and dream together green (laughs) american green i like that um also t-shirt idea Girl, episode episode title, American Green. Um, okay, so I yeah, so anyway, that happened. Um and so it's it's a fact that like poor white people were like, okay, we're gonna terrorize them because white people rich white people didn't have to do the clan stuff, they owned everything. So they would just discriminate. They just yeah. made the fucking laws that made Jim Crow Jim Crow was a thing, Jim Crow was legal. They put it in so, the books. Right. So anyway, it was it was a full court press to make sure that we would be disenfranchised. So anyway, here you have it. That's where I think she's not playing around. I think the clan it because also the clan moves loud. You know how they say that like real money move quiet. Mm-hmm. The clan is too loud and ghetto for these like, real. Oh, we gotta burn something. Yeah. No, nigga. How about we just we just throw them out in the streets and take away all everything they own? How about we don't allow them to eat? right period so um and then i i was like maybe she's using these animals as guard dogs like i'm just like you know i'm starting to think well this shit is sinister and some of this shit like this shit is all working together um so this is so weird sorry because it made me think Mm -hmm. of the village yeah in the village they're talking about oh mythical monsters like you'll die like and wait in the village the movie yeah yeah you gotta clarify because we just sorry (laughs) i'm like the village on the show no, no, that movie, movie fucked me up. And it's just like, okay, so where did these monsters come from? Who owns, like, who's controlling the monsters? How do you know they're there? If if you knew there's monsters, how did you make it back? Anyway, this is a whole another alternate universe, but it, it is a recurring theme that we just, we hadn't spoken about how this is yeah. a recurring theme in white history. 
white so the that the the village fucked me up because it was the first time i realized that white people would let movies get made and then say they were bad and i'm like so y'all paid to make this movie and then y'all coming and saying it's not a good m- how do movies get made then <laughs> who makes the final decision who I makes like, the final I thought, call i thought y'all only made movies that they were good i thought that was the whole point of why black people are not here because you don't think they're good enough so now it's all a ponzi scheme okay that's you just okay so (laughs) okay so um now okay so randomly um okay sorry so this is important so she low-key confirms that hello new york she low-key confirms that they do have his father um but she says that and then he's like vicious is a spell she's like we're not a regular witches and he's like well then do something about it like if you're my friend then let my friends know i'm not crazy so without moving a finger this bitch lifts the spell. And that's how I know we were fucking with some real dark magic because she ain't have to burn no candles. Period. She ain't have to burn no incense. She just said, and then and the fucking And they said, me. What the yeah, fuck? Is you get me, let me out of here, bitch. And I'm like, oh, that's the right reaction. Not moving on up. Right. Um, so um in that he gets mad and tries to rich, rush out his room to um help find his friends and help them and uh there's a force field and i'm like that's a force field from the car right which i did not catch crazy how did i miss that i (laughs) was like damn that car really flipped the other one yeah no (laughs) well i mean but it's like it's this couple things looking back and then also i'd be watching shows so i'd be like where's the twist that bitch i'm gonna guess it you're not gonna surprise me so um Anyway, this is the last scene before we get into some really trippy shit. And so uh, this boy comes out of nowhere. It's like a boy from the town. He's like, Miss Breakwhite, it's time. And she runs out and bitch, there's this cow giving birth. And in silk, in a nice silk top, she reaches into that cow and pulls out, not a calf, not a Chick-fil-A mascot, but a little one of them little things little that the monsters and the thing and she's holding that bitch like it is her baby and that's when i said well bitch we fucking with some dark magic yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying back to the village <laughs> someone is out here breeding controlling knows this is happening and controlling the population it is not no oh monsters just exist and we forgot to talk about that in the story of Adam and Eve and um, motherfucking 40 Days and 40 Nights and Noah's Ark. We didn't talk about there were still monsters and they made it through the storm. So anyway. Oh, speaking of monsters. Okay, so here's where we start to get into a quick cut. So we're going to do this for y'all a little bit differently. So they start going back and forth between all the rooms because, again, they're locked in their room. So um, Letitia's in her room and we hear a knock and she goes to get a knife because she's like, bitch. And because um, she now knows that things are not copacetic. Yeah. So um, and Tick comes in and he's like, bitch, we're trapped, but I made it in here. And she's like, well, let's go. He's like, no, we're never going to make it out. Like, we just got a game plan. So they sit down and there's this like um, stained glass painting in the yeah. window that is literally Adam about to fuck Eve with a leaf. Oh, and me and my mom are watching this and we say, what the fuck, bitch? So, um, Who painted this? Right, and, and um, that's what I'm saying. What'd you say? That's not art. This is not art. What art. This shit, bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Letty says, you know, the Bible is full of demons and monsters, so I guess that this shit might be real, which uh, I, I'm not going to get into Christianity talk today, but yeah, I do think we have to point out that, like, there is some shit in there that, like, you have to either believe it all, you have to believe in the witchcraft, you have to believe in sorcery, or you can't believe in none of it, because you're talking about, like, 
forces that we cannot cannot be seen. So he brings up the psalm that we um that we tried to remember before. And so if you haven't guessed yet, we did not go to church today. Um, and he uses them. Uh, he, you know, he reminds her of that. And uh, oh, that's when the Atticus Fitch shit hit me um oh, so anyway yeah. <laughs> so back in so letty starts talking about and this is the first time we really learn more about her from what she's willing to share and she starts to be vulnerable and she says that like she used to be at the house and her mama would just leave her for however right. long at a time and i was like okay she's a half sibling i know like because she can't be full with all the other kids being a different shade but what's the timeline like how when was she an only child what happened why do her other kids have a better relationship with her mama was she, is she the oldest and therefore she got the worst of it and then her mama got saved and i'm just like what's the story here yeah. um and then i also had this random thought of like you know how are bible verses different than mantra mantras because they're the same like you're reading for comfort you're reading for meaning yeah um, thing. um and then tick promises him promises he won't abandon her and then it's like you know we kept thinking well this don't have to be about romance they could all just be friends on an adventure but then they start kissing and then we zoom out of the sex window into another scene so then um we go to tick's room and then um at first we think time passed and he's like in a like he left Letty's room and now he's in his own room, whatever. But then we realized that um, he's trying to connect to uh, Uncle George and he's trying to do Morse code on the door because he's like, oh, I know he's next door. He might be able to hear what's going on. So mm -hmm. on the other side, in his imagination, on the other side, Uncle George is writing out the words and it spells wizard. And it's like, oh, so yeah, there's some magic shit going on. Cause that, that was like, if we were, if it was like in the same timeline, Tick just found out that there was a spell that was causing them to lose their memory. No, I actually, I, this is why you have to look back and it makes more sense. But in that, uh, keep going and then I'll actually keep going, keep going. Oh, okay. So um, it starts to get weird because then you realize mm -hmm. that no, Tick weird. was not in the same situation mm -hmm. with Letty yeah. because there's like another dreamlike situation where a, an Asian woman comes in and it seems like she's from the war she has on her like yeah she has a regalia yeah i love it bougie niggas use the other same right. words for everything go ahead go ahead so um then they start to like fight and he's Lit, like, get at, she got a gun about it he's upset he's like stop like what's going on like no we don't like you don't have to do this and then eventually like has to kill like has to kill yeah him. but i think that she's um but oh and but no I we're not even there name, but her, okay oh well G, her name is gia and then well i mean i just think that this is when i'm starting to realize like oh shit we're in a dream sequence because this bitch comes out the wardrobe with a gun she's literally shooting right. bullets at this nigga and so yeah. Yeah, they're fighting and then we see uncle george hear that and he wants to go save him so he reaches for that special book that opened up the library right um but then his vision starts and it's not right. his wife hippolyta it's Dora, who is Tick's motherfucking mom. And I'm like, wait a I minute, said, bitch. Yeah, because I'm like, on. and then, because my mom had noticed that he pulled out a picture of in his wallet at some point, and it wasn't Hippolyta, who is mm -hmm. fine. It was yeah. Dora. And so yeah. he's like, he knows it's a vision, because he knows he needs to save Tick, but he gets entranced. Right. And then we go back to... Then we go back to Letty's room. So then in... Um, Letty's room. Woo! Tick just started. Yeah, they kissing. They moaning. Ooh, and I was like, hold on, what is going on? 
okay, are they about to do this? But then I was like, okay, but it's a dream, but okay, right. hold on. But we, I mean, we like, we did assume like, okay, they're going on this road trip. Someone's going to start hooking up, right? And I was like, probably it's gonna either going to be her and be yeah. yeah. I was like, it's probably going to be Tick and Letty, but also they're, they're old friends. Like, it was just mm-hmm. like a whole lot of like, I guess there's sense of sexual energy out there. For sure. So then we go back to Tick's room real quick, and he's getting his ass kicked. So this is before yeah. he realizes he really got to hurt her. Um, and she's speaking, the captions told me that she was speaking in the language of Adam. Because my ass don't know no motherfucking Korean. So I would have just assumed yeah. this bitch was speaking Korean. But it turns out, no, she's speaking language of Adam. And that and that's how I knew, oh, something ain't real. Because I'm like, bitch, they could have transported her. How the fuck do I know? Oh, and the I think this is the person he called episode one. Yes. Yes. So it's. But actually, no, because it's like, why would if he killed her, then how could he call her? Oh, good point. You're right. So I'm wrong. Um, and then we go back to Uncle George's room. Right, and then in Uncle George's room, um, what's her name again? Dora. Dora. Sorry. So he's with Dora, who we we assume is um Tick's mom, right? Mm -hmm. And they're discussing like the old house, like their old stomping ground. No, they're discussing the book. Oh, the yes. fuck. Oh, sorry, the house. Oh, I love, what I love is that you were here notes, but you were about to, like, you're like, I'm about to freak this. Like, they always yeah, talk like, about the, they where they grew up. up. But they actually do. No, you're not wrong, because they talk about growing up together. But he tells right. about the book that he found to go into the library, and she asked him what it was about. You tell this part, because I actually okay. kind so, of yeah. Oh, it's okay. He asked her, he, uh, he, he's, he's like, oh, I saw this book today, my favorite book, House in the Borderland. Do you remember it? He's like, oh, she's like, well, what is it about? He's like, well, a man finds a home. And this is when I start to get like, I, one thing I remember from humanities class is that if some bitches bring up a book in the show, the book is significant. Mm, So he says, a man finds a home in the plane of silence, which debatable, we call this place the plane of silence because we don't know where the fuck we are. And he's fighting humanoid pig-like creatures, bitch, before he goes to the sea of sleep where he right. reunites with his long lost love. And I said, nigga, are y'all about to do this to me? And then um, she says, well, do they stay together? And he said, yes, because their house collapsed on top of them. And I said, did you just foretell Uncle George's death to me, Hell, Please. It's too soon. We said what he was going to make it. What are you doing? So what then, the fuck? Quick. Right. So then, we, so then that gives me kind of like a sad mood. So then we go to Letitia's room. Yeah. So then in Let's room. Um, it's going too fast, right? Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. So then it's like before the. It's like this is a scene. Uh, so the notes are probably too spicy because it's like it's yeah. not there yet, but they're just it's just getting hot and heavy. And then they go right back to um, Uncle George talking to Dora, and they're they're recounting. No, but we, we forgot to say that he gets naked. Tick that's naked and yes, let's room, but it's a snake instead of a penis. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There, that's the next part. So it's like it goes. It just goes to like. She's like, whoa. And then they go back to Uncle George and um, Dora's like, remember that what if game? What And the games that they used to play, the three of them. So I'm like, was she fucking brothers? Like, what was the situation? So she's like, you know, we used to say, what if that, she- I'm not surprised. No, but yeah, because our grandparents were freaks. 
and they don't want to admit it. What if you could go anywhere in the world? What if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life? What if magic were real? And Montrose wanted super strength, which we learned makes more sense later because he was a he was a young one who used to get beat up the most. Right. And Uncle George wanted to fly. And she mm. goes, Well, you know you could fly with your children, right? And and first of all, I'm like, children? Don't he have that one daughter one, right. in the place? Like, and then she he goes, you're not real and so yeah. he's fighting it because she's i'm like i feel like she tempted his ass to just give it up and die right here like what do you mean so then we go to letitia's room and that's when she starts saying no for real mm-hmm. yeah and it starts to get real crazy and then it just kind of like goes back to the next scene but before it does instead of like i was saying instead of a penis he gets undressed and it's a snake so it's a like okay, adam, adam and eve evil like this is not good, like, this is not tick, this is not what you want, this is some type of metaphor for something, but we haven't right. figured it out yet. Also, and this then is it goes so back small. to texture. Right, this is so small, but I just thought about when we were um, talking about and when it was Samuel and Christina and taking that chamber room, and Christina was like, you know, the bitch, at, the bitch Eve is the one who ruined it for, for humanity, but it's like, the snake is the man. Like, the snake is embodied like, by Adam. Like, the men, men have a problem can, here. So there's seeds. Women can have one one child a year or two but child a year. The Yeah, the men are the problem. The, like, the snake is the man. It's just, I don't know what the significance of that is, but I love the idea that, like, no, you're the problem. I'm not. In conclusion, fuck boys been yeah, fuck boys right? since <laughs> the beginning of since time. Since the beginning of time. <laughs> So it's okay. so sorry. So we're so we're so all that craziness has been happening, and then like you've mentioned, Tick ends up strangling Gia and yeah. kills her. Um, Uncle George lets Dora dissolve into nothing, and then we see we see that fire. white people have been watching them this whole time, which is laughing at crazy, their crazy, crazy. We're being like, watched. Is this get out? We're being watched. Uh, is life get out this universe is get out they are like oh so like that's who we're supposed to be letting into our ceremony tonight and they're i guess no they're giggling and they're and then this is also what gets me because white people have been um like white people who perpetuate racist violence love to get dressed up to do it and so it's like these niggas got the nerve to be in black i want to cry just (laughs) honestly like they would get dressed up like i mean because i still have a problem with like um some of the imagery that bothers me the most from from slavery yes but but i just like think about all the white women and and this is not about white women right now but all the white women who used to own slaves and would be enslaved people and would be jealous of the uh women this enslaved women being having sexual attention that they did not want and um, they would just sit there and sip their tea while the women got beat in front of them. Like they would watch. They had nothing to do. They weren't working, so they had. They would just watch um, enslaved people be beaten. And I'm just like, that idea of like you putting on lace to sit and gloves to watch me like that. I just think of Southerners as like so inherently violent. And I know that's my own kind of prejudice because. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but it's just, I mean, and not Southerners, Americans. But uh, anyway, so yes, yeah, so they come out into the hallway. And um, I, I almost feel like Uncle George senses that something, right? Because we Uncle George is staring at the fucking window, like yeah, he's bitch. like, I need to get out. What's going yeah? Cause, on? But he was the only one who was like, this shit ain't real. But I'm a hug, I'm a hug on her booty real quick anyway. But this shit ain't real. Like he knew it. <laughs> um, so they come on the hallway and everyone's shaking. But um, and I felt the worst for Letitia because she couldn't even tell them what was going on with her because it would admit that she's attracted to Tick and also that she's been violated by Tick, who's not. Mm-hmm. And I think she's probably just like 
so relieved it wasn't really him because that's right. a nightmare. That's a nightmare. Yeah, like you went on this road trip with this man you thought is an old friend, safe, whatever, and next thing you know, he's assaulting you. Like right, and that and I I went after the monsters. That. Which, right, I does she remember the monsters at this point? How about, let's talk about how the monsters is a metaphor for how persistent racism is, and then let's talk about how Black women have to also protect themselves from Black men on top of everything else. It is just a lot. A lot. So they come on the hallway, and Uncle George is like, uh, Tig is like, what y'all see? And Uncle George is like, uh, I, it, it, ain't, it ain't your business? And I was just like, sir. <laughs> nothing, I ain't seen nothing. Because he had also asked him in the woods, like, why do you know something about my mother? Like, what? Right. And he was like, oh, we was cool back in the day. I'm like, so the signs are there. Um, so uh, then he gives his speech, which is another thing where I'm like, nigga, don't give speeches. Why are you giving yes. a speech? Where are you going? No, you, you don't have to give us this wisdom yet. You'll be here around to get more wisdom. Don't get no right. speech. And he starts saying, um, uh, I wrote it down because I thought he says, uh, you know, that the, you were a good boy when you were young because oh there's this other thing about black families that he brings up which is like this idea of how much um families got beaten and how people grow older and realize that that was abusive and they apologize for it but then they perpetuate like it's just this cycle of abuse and there's a there's a half recognition of just like i should have done better but there's not a bigger conversation about abuse or slave mentality but it's just like yeah. that so he says you were a good boy and you're a better man um don't let them make you question yourself then he pulls letitia in that's how you win they want to make us crazy they want to terrorize us they want to make us scared and i just thought like i just you can write sad. this you can write this at any time and it'll be yep. it'll be relevant 2020 yeah two minutes so, ago <laughs> so they go to the chamber for dinner and these niggas are sitting down but um, remember we had to say that journey was not invited to dinner I mean, oh, sorry, yeah, um, Letitia yeah. was not yeah. invited to dinner. When, William said, uh, you can have dinner on the terrace, ma'am. Uh, this is a men's only club. If I would eat all the dessert, I just know that. If I'm sitting there at dinner, I'd be like, I'd probably be like, oh, my first moment alone, bitch, let's eat. Like, <laughs> you really, because you really don't know if the food is good. Like, or it could I be a turkey with no seasoning but it's cooked well but no seasoning you but you I mean? but bitch you hungry how about that be the that'd be the time i finally went to go use the bathroom yeah like i like i cannot be shitting around these men but as soon as i get the chance i'm about to go blow this bathroom <laughs> stop I'm okay so I'm in the chamber for dinner and william does this thing that white people be doing where he goes in the ear and goes um I know that they, they don't want you here, but you should be here. And it's like, nigga, so you're trying to encourage me by telling me they're racist, but you're not going to say shit, but to encourage right. me. And white people do that all the time. You deserve to be here, but then don't say shit to the other white people. Exactly. No allyship, but they just want to be performative. Bitch, Ooh, performative. So shut the fuck up. So uh, Sam gets up and says, I give up myself to you guys and serves little pieces of his motherfucking liver. And Uncle George <laughs> looks at it and tick without said, don't tick, eat that. He put, he put his arm out like the car was stopping at the light and said, Don't do it. Um It's not so, necessary. That's what he said. It's not yes. necessary for us to for us to do what we gotta do tonight. Dead ass. And then um uh Courtney B. Vance gets up and gives this little like address to the room. He's walking around. Um that I love. Do you wanna go through that or you want me to do it? 
No, you got it. You got it. So, so he gets up, and first of all, I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm obsessed, but I always love knowing that um, actors I'm are a, Greek. I'm gonna put it on. The oh, word! I love knowing that actors are Greek. They at dinner in their black tie, looking. Yes, looking good, looking the mo- the motherfucker good. Okay, but um, so he gets up. And he's like, I understand y'all belong to the Order of Ancient Dawn, and they're like this nigger speaking to us it's a it's bad enough he's here it's bad enough that he eats um and i was just laughing thinking like this nigga's a kappa because he goes i got some experience with fraternal societies and i'm like yo <laughs> i love that i just love knowing that niggas are great um hilarious and, and he starts saying like you know i'm a member of the prince hall freemason and another moment where we know how much him and uncle Uncle George and Tick are on the same wavelength because he goes, you know, uh, Prince Hall was an abolitionist with the Massachusetts Militia for Independence, um, and he wanted to become a Freemason there, but he was colored, so they couldn't join. But he actually he asked Tick, and Tick answered. So it's like they're on the they're they're, they're on the same you know page. yeah they're giving a speech. They're mind melding. Mind, thank you. And then he goes, but guess what, bitch? I found a loophole in the motherfucking. You should y'all should never let me learn how to read, ho, because. Hey. Tick is the son among sons, meaning he's in Titus's official birth line. So, so they have assumed that Helen, the enslaved woman who escaped, was, you know, impregnated by him, and that's what the kindness, quote unquote, was. So, Tick stands up and says, <clears throat> "Impregnated by um, Titus, the right, owner, right, right. the original owner of the castle after his right, the, the white man yeah. in the in the painting." Yeah. So he's a Braithwaite, which is probably why we know that Christina and Samuel knew that, and that's why he was surprised how dark he was. Because right. he knew he was half black, but is he still black? Like, duh, nigga. He's duh, he's still black in the 1800s. He's not going to keep right. any lighter. Right. Who is he going to mingle with? Uh, anyway, um, uh, I just don't even want to talk about any racial relationships because yeah. it's just, you know how it's it's another, anyway. it's another yeah. podcast. So he gets up and he says, I want you niggas to get the fuck out of here. This is my shit. And everybody gets out um and and tick goes oh but tick says i want you motherfuckers to get right 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 tick (laughs) is like because basically what uncle george just did was let them know that yeah he was like i he owns part of this shit just by his birthright so let's talk about this so um everybody gets out and he tells samuel give me my father back too bitch and um samuel was like nigga get the fuck out of here so fitz gets up like bitch he's like listen the book of names is what Titus used to do his little spell. You dilute it, you taint it, but you got some of his power. So don't think just because I want your ass means I'm not going to get rid of your ass. So he walks out and it's like, well, damn, like Samuel let him know like his dick is still big. So they, um, they, since I think they have the run of the land now, they burst. In, this is my, one of my favorite scenes. They run into the stone structure that we saw the, um, the uh meat hanging from and they go to find montrose and he's not there but they find his flask and here comes the dog bitch with her shotgun and she's like i got you dumb niggers you keep why you keep fighting once you're snared and we think she's about to shoot them because she got the drop but then here come letitia who is so fucking loyal and she knocks her ass out from behind yep and they find, I don't know what this book is about, but they find the Count of Monte Cristo, which is, oh no, they find his, his flask and he's not there. And then they think, oh, but his favorite book is Count of Monte Cristo, which I guess right. somebody escaped. So they look well, through the- Well, Atticus Tick brought that on the, tri- on the trip. I remember it's by Alexander Dumas, I think. Dumas, yes. and he packs it. He packs it on his So trip. there must be something in it though about There's escaping a prison. Significance. Yeah, because they know to look they know the nigga has escaped. So then we see Montrose pop up from the ground. He's tunneled his way out through this stone thing. Looking like it, Buffy the Bam the Black you. Vampire Slayer. 
And it's Michael K. Williams, who I fucking love, bro. Love, and love song- that for him. Get so check. Bro. <laughs> yes, and um, uh, there go Omar. He's from The Wire, and he's just yeah. a classic. Yeah. So anyway, um, the Blackbird by Nina Simone is playing, which is about like freedom and whatever. And so um, he's he's mad as fuck that they came to save him. He's like, nigga, who told y'all to come get me? They're like, bitch, you wrote a letter. He was like, how you think I wrote you a letter? We ain't talked in five years. Why would you come? And I'm just right. like, ain't that about a nigga to be ungrateful when you didn't win all of that? And Letitia right. comes in like, bitch, let's get the fuck out of here. Because just like a black woman, she will keep you on schedule. Um, so mm-hmm. then they're in the car. And then what happens? Oh, they were so close. So they close. So they were gone. Close. They were out. They were this bitch. They were speeding. Away. Everyone was catching up on information. Exactly. Like, yo, pops, like, I wasn't fucking with you, Atticus, but, <laughs> you know. Here you are, whatever. I guess we're gonna we gonna rekindle over the on our way back to Chicago. And next thing you know, a fucking um mythical um force field. force field pops up as they're going through a tunnel on their way out of town. And yeah, that bridge, that fucking bridge. It oh. totals the car. It totals the car. The car like it's excruciating. It's like an accordion accordion yes. type of thing. Yeah, it's and they all collision. make it. But they are definitely they don't rolling out good. the car. Yeah, they, exactly. they're, they're rolling out the car. It's not. Good. It's scary. So then this song called "Killing Strangers" by Marilyn Manson, and I'm not a huge Manson fan at all. But I just think of him as like a revolutionary white in his own way because he's very like anarchy and like he's basically like the Eminem of uh, metal. And I just like, so I was just like, ooh, like they're playing this song. They're letting us know that the whites aren't in control. Bitch, you thought you was going to be free, but no, bitch, we're about to, you know, we're about to. Cause like, I don't I, think it's the Eminem, but we'll come back to that. <laughs> Who is he then? Well, I don't know. I don't know much. He's, he's just... the freedom fighter of metal, but he's, Eminem is not the freedom fighter of white rap. Oh, no. I think of Eminem. I think of Eminem. See, I didn't say Freedom Fighter, but I think of Eminem as like the black sheep of rap. I think of him as as one of the white the white sheep of rap, and so I think that's but what you it can't is. be the white sheep of metal. Yeah, well, because metal. I feel like um, maybe so, but like we can just say he's the black sheep of metal, right? Let's for sure. But that. but it's just funny because like they they did songs together because well, so listen, they did songs together because they both were being boycotted for their messaging at one point. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I don't know, girl. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm in white people's business, and let me work on out. (laughs) There's a circle. Yeah, let me... I am on on (laughs) out. I'm in the white space. We're gonna get out of it. We're gonna get tiptoeing out. So, um, but I thought that was powerful, purposeful, Mm. because the song, like, the... I'm paying attention to when lyrics show on the screen. And this one was showing the lyrics. And so, um, like, time slows down. They get out the car. And I'm just like, damn, they all got to go to the chiropractor because that shit's going to fuck their back up. And as soon as they get out of the car, this nigga Fitz shoots Letitia for no motherfucking reason in her gut. It's motherfucking wildin'. Like, it's sir, sir. For no goddamn reason. And um, You don't come back if you say we have to come back. And right, that's what I'm magic. saying. Just like just, just put magic. chains on us, please. So yeah. she um she starts bleeding out of her mouth, which fucks me up in any movie because I'm just like, damn, that's it's not they're not gonna make it. 
Oh, and Christina is silent, which I bring you back to this idea of like all white people are not out to get you. And it's like, Christina, but you're, compli- but you're complicit as fuck. So yeah. here we go. Um, and I was just like, you know, I wonder like, what would I do? Like, I don't know what I would do in this moment. I just have to be like, all right, well, take me on back to the house then. So um, then Fitz is like, you choose who gets, who gets killed next, your uncle or your father. And I'm like, why? Do you enjoy this? So he's basically saying like, you're, you're not going to ruin this shit for me. So they're back to the house and they're getting prepared for the ceremony. And it bothers me because they're cleaning kickoff and he's butt naked in this room full of white people. And I really hate him being like that. But um, basically yeah. we find out, this is when we find out the real They were motivation. cleaning him. They were washing yeah. him. Right. But he ain't got to have no drawers on. So they were, um, <laughs> so we find out that what Samuel really wants is immortal life. Um, and he's learning the language of Adam, which is tricky. And he thinks that the blood of Titus is the key. So he wants someone who else who is, but I'm just like, if you have the blood, why it can't be you? So I guess he wants double the blood. I mean, Christina got the blood, like everybody has the blood. I'm confused. Um, so they, um, Christina and Tick for a moment talk about their father issues and Tick is like, so why are you going out of your way for a nigga who will, who's going to turn you over for the next man you marry? And Christina's like, you know, um, you know, it, I don't know, that's just my daddy, that's family, but you're the one who brought your friends into this, like, y'all don't need to do that, and he was like, Nick, I didn't know we was gonna end up here, like, of course my, but I guess she's saying, like, you, right. we could have, it could have just been you dealing with this if you hadn't made me lift a spell, so I think there's something about that, um, but then we mm. find out through the portal, that we found through the portal that Letitia is alive, he has healed her with his magic, but, um, he won't heal Uncle George until the ceremony is complete, and, um, Tick lets them use his power. So she's yeah. tied about male privilege, but um, because of the fact that he's black too, but she won't do anything to help. I think there's there must be some patriarchal lineage of the blood. Like it does sure. not work for women or something. I don't, but that could just be like their like thought. They think it doesn't work for women, but it actually does. So whatever. She's more powerful. But anyway, yeah. So I agree. Um, and then um there so she said something as she's helping him put his ring on the same ring from that painting in the beginning she says our destinies are not decided by our fathers the smallest most inconsequential thing can take you on your course see it and seize it and so i said out loud like is this bitch telling him to ruin the ceremony like what are you saying like be clear sabotage this shit yeah. bitch if you want to help me then motherfucking give me the blueprint right. don't don't shit. hope we that already i get talking. you might as well tell me what you think right because knowing me i'll fuck it up and then what then we just both mad so um i'm just <laughs> and i literally wrote like i'm tired of her so um then ooh, let's just talk about journey smollett for a second so she goes in this bathroom realizing that she was dead and dying and now she's healed and the way that this bitch is an actress from head to toe, she comes in that room and I'm just like, she made me remember, yo, if I thought I, if I died and came back, I would not be doing the robot. I would be like, what the fuck is happening okay. right now? She was scream, she screamed, when she screamed into that towel, I was like, why would I ever want to see a white actress in my life again? Right. Never. It's, it's like she really ate the owl. She, oh! Girl, and like, I just want to talk, like, Journey deserves her own shrine because she's everything, wow. and we really take her for granted. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't lean on her colorism at all. Like, she's just a great actress, and she's gorgeous, and you can't be mad because she's also gorgeous. Like, she just happens to be gorgeous in any shade. Um, anyway, so then uh, we go into, while well, she's in there, that gives Uncle George and um, Montrose the time to talk. So do you want to cover that? Nope. Read the notes, please. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so, okay. He's laying there dying and he's like, go through that window. Yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't caught up. I wasn't Right, following. where he says, where he says, so uh, it says Uncle George wants him to leave him. And um, so uh, Montrose is like, you know, something about D. He mentions like, uh, Dora. Yeah, he mentions Dora. Oh, oh, let, oh. He said Letitia reminds him of Dora, of D, oh, of his wife. Right. Yeah. So it seems like there was some like they had tried to get into this journey before. Like Dora was always bringing up my ancestry. Like I got to figure this out. I'm gonna take this trip. I'm gonna do this. It seemed like this has come up in the past, and they were like, mm. "Let's leave it where it is." It seems like it's gonna be a bad, yeah. um, like wormhole to jump into. Yeah, I also want to speak on the role of women being themselves, and how as much as we talk about patriarchy, like black men and as much as it hurts black women in the long term black men have let black women be independent like maybe not as mm. their individual wives but like they really are giving Letitia space to be herself they let like they let her cuss at them like they're just like yeah. look we, we riding with her and so they're and I, I just really appreciate they wasn't gonna let her drive but they said this was yeah right and, and, then, and then when and then when she drove, he, I bet you that nigga didn't say shit no nowhere it wasn't a problem after that because right, she it, was sis. I think she was driving on the way out. Like she was already driving yeah. when they were leaving. Yeah. So that that's my point. Um. So they get into this brotherly scene where Uncle George is reminding Montrose of how he used to draw. Like so, you can tell he thinks he's dying because he's going into childhood. Yeah. And he's like, "You were basically saying you were the sweetest little boy." And Montrose is like, "Nigga, Daddy used to beat the fuck out of me, so I'm not right. sweet anymore." And um. Then basically he gets into, well, you need to do better. You're a father. And then he goes, well, I can father my kid however I want to. And he says, well, that kid might not be yours. Right. And Montrose says, he gets up close and says, nigga, shut the fuck up about my business. Like, he's like, we're we not going to talk about that again. So they clearly, he clearly knows it and doesn't give a fuck. He wants yeah. to live in this reality. And it is interesting to take. This is my brother's child, but I am parenting him because I was the last one to intimately be with the mother. But then also to also like be mad at Tick and not speak to him for five years is like, you know, it's, I mean, but it's also his right because Tick thinks that's his father. So like, um, I don't even think, I, I, I have a feeling, I, we don't know for sure, but I have a feeling they grew up in the same house because Tick talks about getting beat by his dad. And so it's like, um, it de- the shit definitely, uh, Tick and Montrose, like Montrose raised him in the house, I think, but then that he got apart. beat up with. Yeah. I, th- I think that I remember from, from episode one that, um, cause, cause when they were outside, when Letty was arguing with her brother and uncle George and Tick were outside, he was like, why you didn't protect oh, me from my father? Yeah. yeah. So I think that Montrose raised Tick. And he was just really close with Uncle George at the same time. And then they fought when he got drafted, probably at 18. And so then he didn't talk to him for five years. And the war, so this is the 50s, like, the, yeah, the war was over. This is exactly what happened. He got drafted in the middle of the war. He went through the war. Then he came out, and then they didn't talk. So now it's, like, kind of years after the war. And, like, um, it's just weird because Tick didn't recognize that what he did to leave would – make him never talk to his dad again so yeah anyway the whole thing uncle george is saying is like he needs your love you have to love him you have to be there because i can't i'm not and i might die yeah so um oh he says i wrote it down he says i don't care if you got a bullet in your gut shut your fucking mouth and i was like wow 
I love it. Um, Michael, that was giving me Michael K in any century. Yeah. Oh, Michael snaps, snaps to the kids. So then we get into the actual ceremony. Um, and this is when the title of the episode becomes apparent because yeah. we hear Whitey on the moon. Yes. And so I'm a real quick, before I get into, let's see. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to read it quick because um, okay. the rest of it, it goes by fast. So Whitey on the moon by Gil Scott Heron. A rat then bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms begin to swell and Whitey's on the moon. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. 10 years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. You know the man just upped my rent last night because Whitey's on the moon. No hot water, no toilets, no lights, but Whitey's on the moon. I wonder why he's upping me because Whitey's on the moon. Well, I was already giving him 50 a week and now Whitey's on the moon. Taxes taking my whole damn check. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. The price of food is going up. And if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Um, with all that money I made last year for Whitey on the moon, how come I ain't got no money here? Hmm, Whitey's on the moon. You know, I just about had my fill of Whitey on the moon. I think I'll send this doctor's bill airmail special to Whitey on the moon. This shit should not be that relevant today. Relevant. It should not be that relevant. Listen, it's like, are we the greatest country in the world, or do we have no, like millions of people in poverty? Like, yes. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm answering your questions. I'm like, no, yes, and what the fuck? (laughs) Um. So the ceremony happens, and this shit is getting biblical. So basically, like, there's these orbs of light, and Fitz is there. He's chanting in Adam's language. And he, which also reminds me that like English is not the only language. Like, I, I don't know why I need to say that, but yeah. like we just really got to talk about in how the like U.S. It's very interesting. This is a story that we do not hear enough. So he starts. He has these orbs of thing, and then he starts sparking them, and he's doing his chanting. Um, and then he starts. It's like this. I call it thunder and power ceremony. And Tig starts. We start seeing his energy or his soul or his spirit or whatever come out of it. It starts. It's colorful, like uh, Love Jones has on her screen. And it seems very painful because he's screaming. And it yeah. seems like it's taking his power. But we start to see this portal open up. It has symbols on it. The symbols light up. It's made of wood. Um, we see the growth of a garden. Like and I'm like, oh, maybe he's about to go back to the Eden. Eden. And Eden, yeah, Eden is where there's um, where there's uh, immortal life. So um, the ring on his finger starts to give off black smoke. And I'm wondering, like, is it going to take over him? Like, is it going to take his soul? Is it going to make him dark and, and evil? Like, what is it going to do? Um, so he looks up. Who do he see? Who's that looking through his window? It is Helen, his Sis. pregnant ancestor. And I Sis. said, oh, and she said, I'm here now. Oh. So the I'm wind start blowing. still here i'm just <laughs> i hate you <laughs> okay so the house starts shaking um and then uh letitia and them are in the room and they're like oh shit like we gotta move up with george and um and montrose is like but if we move he might bleed out but then the floors are fracturing they're like they gotta go so when tick sees his his ancestor he starts fighting back and I think that Christina's words are in his head too, like, take your chance. So I don't know what he did with his body or how he figured it out, but he starts to fight back and starts to push that energy back out. And she's sitting there just like, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like that's what you gotta that, do. Kind of like that gif of Snoop Dogg when he's dressed up in like old, and he's like, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, so he starts doing that. He lets his power out. Sis, he turns everyone in the room to stone. Oh, and I got that, that picture, but yeah. 
Yes, no, he turned So that's so interesting because it's like, okay, so what's next? Right, it's like like, bet you the wizard now. So but then we start to he's the ceiling's about to cave in and we're like, bitch, you gotta go. So he starts running and Helen is lighting the path for him. So Mm -hmm. Helen is is showing how right. So Helen is showing how she lit the house on fire that first time when Titus's house burned down, and how she's the she's the only one who escaped that Malfoy was talking about. And then um Tick is like oh bitch i'm about to follow her so he's running and the house itself is coming down after behind him and so when he gets outside he looks behind him and it hits him like oh my god i just killed everybody including letitia and uncle george and my dad and when he turns around letitia's there and the the look of sheer relief he has is like oh my god i can't even yeah i know it's like um so uh i'm just looking through my notes so I'm like, I just was thinking about like how um, our ancestors are really there to be venerated. Um, and it's just like, she is standing there before, just before that part where he sees Letitia, like she stands in the doorway and she's just like, this is where freedom is. Like you got to come through and he runs through and she disappears. Um, we hear Leon Bridges and that's, that's how, you know, we supposed to cry. Cause he started talking about that river, that motherfucking river. And he's like, I can't believe we made it. Um, and then they, they hold each other and then she gives him that look. She said, yeah. It's and not, he gives her that look. It's not good. And they go, and she don't even say a word. And they go back to the car and he sees Uncle George and Montrose is holding him crying silently and Uncle George has lost it. And they just cry. And he- I cried yep, too. T- I, girl, I was like, I told you don't let me watch the show if Courtney B. Vance is going to die. I can't do, I, can't, I don't want to see him die. So he yells, he yells pop through the window. And I'm like, I don't know if he's talking to Montrose or Uncle George. And um, I wrote on my notes like, Lord Jesus. So- that's it. And then we close with Center Man by Nina Simone. And that is that episode. It was a lot. It it ended really sadly. And if this was the end of the movie, it would have been one of those movies where you're yeah. like, why the fuck would you end it with a bad ending? Where, yeah, where, no you redemption. Sit in, where you just sit there for a moment, you know, you hit the remote and you just look at each other and go, so, so you gonna call your Uber? Or are we gonna- yeah, it's like, damn, at least we beat the, 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 what is it? It's not yeah, at least plan. we killed some slave owner. We, we yeah, ended like, a slave owner lineage. Yeah. I also, okay, so I went, let's talk predictions. I wouldn't be surprised if Christina didn't make it out because she knew it was going to happen. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if she's not in that silver fucking car. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. Someone has Will, to make it from the castle. I wouldn't be surprised if William not riding shotgun, giving her head while she's driving. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Um, there, I wouldn't be surprised. My prediction is that black women aren't going to end up being the whole point. I have a feeling that like there's. I'm not saying it's going to get into hoodoo, but I'm saying that like the magic of Helen coming back as an ancestor is going to talk about like the lineage of black women because in some of the se- previews for the season, I see some images where I'm like, this is giving me black girl magic. So I'm just not sure. Um, where it's going to go, but I want to make my prediction known to the world that it will be about Black women being magic. What about you, though? What do you think at this point? Well, one thing I was thinking is, I wonder, because they said that um, this happened once before, mm-hmm. was it that they tried to use um, the ancestor, what's her name again? Helen? Helen. Did they try to put her in the ceremony or 
maybe because the pregnant? same exact thing happened. So I'm like, one, did they try to put her in the ceremony and she knew how to get out the castle because she's the staff. She, she knows the back roots and she's like, I gotta run. Things are going awry and she sees everyone turns to stone. Or did they try to use someone else in the ceremony? Like, I'm just trying to, like, it, it seems like it has to be her because they, they don't mention anybody else. So point. I don't know if that's going to come up. Um, I mean, obviously, Montrose is going to, oh, and then my second thought is, did they try to use Tick's mother in another ceremony? Because how does she die? I'm trying to figure out how she died. Mm. Was she so You're getting in into search- some ideas that, these the birth whites have been here the whole time like they like mm-hmm. this isn't like they've, they've been, been watching them years. since yeah. birth oh interesting okay yeah. why did not i just find a thing about um autumnal equinox which is when the first fire happened in 1833 and it says that this is a time when through mythology they because it's the first day of fall and in local in old mythology and legends they would um they would burn beasts like they would like create beasts like sculptures and then burn them to be so they can be on fire um so i think that's interesting that like fire is a part of the autumnal equinox yeah for sure i think that's just deep because it's like you don't bring up no specific ass detail like that you don't mean it so yeah there's um there's that i think i would i would love to find out that this shit goes deep like that they've always like the braithwites have never not been a part of it um i want to go back and figure out what exactly the letter said in the like what was said in the letter because it seems like it was facts, but it was still false promoting because they were like, you want to find out your birthright, but the birthright is gone now. You just, the, but do you castle... still think that the father sent the letter or do you think that the Braithwites wrote it? Oh, I think that he clarified that he, he wrote it under duress. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I do think so. But I think that they told him what to write for sure. I definitely don't think he was like, oh, I have an idea. I think that that has to be answered for us. I don't think it's possible for us to know until Montrose does his little monologue, like how he even got involved. Because either he's known forever, or like you said, how would William convince him to get in that car? Right. Right. Hmm. Also, oh. will him and Letitia, like, Letitia don't know. They, I mean, uh, Tick don't know that they got it on. Right. So, so she, yeah, so that's in her imagination. Right. So what happened? It's probably a prediction. I mean, the 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 show um, mm-hmm. background predicts that. It's them together, yeah. Well, um, Looking good, anyway. And will, um, and will Uncle, will Montrose tell him about uh his real father who's yeah exactly who's really the dad and the what more details about the brother so should be continued dope well you want to close this out well i don't have this this was fun this was great this was i love it i love this show i'm really looking forward to to three yeah we're about to watch episode three it's already out so Mm -hmm. we really wanted to push that off and like make sure that we get um episode one and two out before we jump into three because we would we would give ourselves away like we would right we would kind of reference things ahead of time so this is about to get into it but um thank you for listening to us recap hbo's lovecraft country don't forget to let the Black women know, and we're going to say this every show, let the Black women in your life know that they are witty, cultured, and worth your wilds. Oh, 
and don't forget to read a book period thank you word special